0: Blog Talk Radio
1: To know what I. I just want
2: Good evening, and good evening again. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. That's right. You hear our voice here. We are absolutely here right now, you guys. So we thank you so much for being with us tonight. We are here on Blessings by Grace Radio, Burners Lounge Thursday. We're back, for back, for back. So I'm just so elated you could be here with us uh, tonight as we're back again for our first official Learner's Lounge Thursday here at the Apple Valley Studio for the year of 2022. So thank you so ever much for supporting us. Last night we had an amazing turnout. Sixteen of you live listeners called in for prayer last night. So thank you so ever much for that. Continue to share our show. We're just so grateful, grateful, grateful that you are able to be with us on this journey. Thank you for that. Yes, yes. So it is Inspiration Thursday time, Wow, Out Thursday. Yes, yes, yes. So for inspiration today, it is just being thankful. All give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy is forever. Yes, we are to give thanks. The morning time, when we rise up, it's not our alarm. It's God waking us up. So that is a thank you, the moment we wake up. Thank you, God, for letting me see this day. Thank you, God, for giving me your traveling, your grace, and your mercy to make it to and from my destination from A to Z and in between every pit stop, every stop sign, every traffic light, where we're stopping, at the grocery stores, at the bank, at work, to the park, wherever we're going on our journey. We're thanking God every day. We're thanking him for soul salvation. We're thanking him for liberty, life, and love. Just be thankful. Be thankful because to be thankful is an amazing feat, and I'll tell you why. Because God, every day, he is so thankful for us because he gives us a second opportunity. Like right now, in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 28, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Let me say that scripture one more time. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, that kingdom can't be moved, it can't be picked up and taken to the other side, it can't be shaken if there's an earthquake, it is steadfast there. Let us be thankful because we are receiving a kingdom that can't be moved. And so worship God acceptably. We are to accept God as our Lord and Savior with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. Our God is a light. He is the ball of energy. So we should just be thankful that he chose us to wake up today. If you didn't wake up today for any bad news, Lord, I thank you. If you didn't wake up on the wrong side of the bed this morning, Lord, I thank you. If you were able to get up and can shout, Lord, I thank you, Lord, I thank you for that. If you can make a cup of coffee as your normal regimen this morning, Lord, I thank you. Just able to run the water in your house, Lord, I thank you. Opening and closing the door, Lord, I thank you. There are so many things to thank God for in a day. He just wants us to be able to communicate effectively with him. So, Lord, I thank you for the for the moments, for the little things. And when you think it's rough and it's just not enough, Lord, I thank you for the bad. I thank you for the good. I thank you for just everything because when we experience something bad, Is God letting us see how we are? Are we going to call on him when necessary? Are we going to praise him for the bad and the good? Don't just praise him when everything's going good because a lot of people when everything's going right, don't even call on his name. They don't even remember he exists. They don't thank him when everything is good. People wait till it's bad and now they want to, Lord, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for everything that was good then. Can you help me now get out of this jam, this fix, this everything? No, thank God. Every day, just for the wake up, you have a chance to get it right. A second opportunity to get it right. It's true. Don't ask me. Read the Bible. Read it for yourself. That way you have a chance to learn for yourself. But if you, for some reason, have a hard time seeing the smaller words in the Bible, either buy yourself a larger Bible, which is excellent, with a magnifying glass to go with it, or you can listen here. On Thursdays, in the lounge, Learner's Lounge Thursday, you can listen to the doctor because he's in on Thursdays teaching and preaching and giving you the unadulterated gospel the way God has given it to him. He's not sugarcoating it. He's not adding and taking away from God's word. He's not giving you his version, his perception. He's giving it to you raw and uncut the way God has designed him to give it to you thus for forevermore. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Inspiration Thursday, Wild Out Thursday. And now the doctor is in, and he will teach with us now. Get out your Bibles, pens, and papers, and let's get ready to be schooled. God bless you all.
3: Thank you, Sister Petasha, tonight again for those words of inspiration and in bringing us on Amen! This great multitude, amen, of uh, peoples tonight. God voices, God voice, amen, is reaching many tonight, and God bless you in Radio Land tonight. This is Doctor Bishop Aframur coming to you. Amen is to bring you the words of God. The Lord just have been so merciful to us, and so good to us, and allowed us to come through COVID, amen, and had a touch of it, amen, and pneumonia, but I'm here in Jesus' name, and I give glory and praise to the Lord tonight. We're going right into the word of God tonight, each one of you, amen, that are listened tonight. Put your spiritual ears on tonight, and let us hear what the Word of God is saying to us. From the book of Philippians tonight, chapter 2, verse 1 through 11. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort or love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercy, pour fear ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife, of vain glory, but in the lowness of your mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own thing, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also. In Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it was not robbery to be equal with God, and made himself of no reputation, and took up on the form of a servant, and were made in the likeness of a man, and being in fashion, As a man, he humbled himself And became obedient unto death Even the death of the cross Wherefore God also has highly exalted him And gave him a name which is above every name That at the name of Jesus Every knee shall bow A thing that is in heaven A things on earth or thing that is under the earth And that every tongue shall confess That Jesus Christ is Lord To the glory of God the Father Read to you, amen, Philippians 2, 1 and 11 Amen, and we are going to talk to you tonight about the name above every name. The name that is above every name. That is the name of Jesus. There is no greater name than the name of Jesus. We have the promise of his presence when we gather in his name. He'll be there among us when we gather in his name. Our highest privilege is to call upon the name of Jesus. Oh, we don't know what we're missing when we don't give honor to whom honor is really due. Honor belonged to Jesus. Acts four and twelve tell you, there neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Look how powerful that name is. If you are not saved by the name of Jesus, you are not saved. According to the word of God, salvation comes only, and I do mean only, through the name of Jesus. Let every man be alive, but let God be the truth. So the truth is being spoken unto you right now. The Lord, amen, want us to know his name, his nature, and his character. Many of us call in on the name of Jesus, but we still don't know who he is. The name of Jehovah is the name of Jesus. Let me say that again, the name of Jehovah in the Old Testament Is the name of Jesus in the New Testament Our blessing is in the name of Jesus You want to be blessed tonight? Our blessing is in the name of Jesus Salvation is in Jesus' name No other name, amen But in Jesus' name his presence come in Jesus' name. You want the presence? Invoke the presence of the Lord. Call on the name of Jesus. Our needs are supplied through his name. Everything that we need, everything that we want is through the name of Jesus. Pick up on his name brings hope. Just thinking on the name of Jesus, it brings hope to a hopeless world. Jesus Christ, the highest name that a man ever could run through a person's mind, there is not a name like the name of Jesus. Greater than any Old Testament name of God. The name of Jesus is greater than any Old Testament name. It's greater than any name in heaven or earth or under the earth. How powerful that is, amen, is to know that nothing can compare to the name of Jesus. And we take it so lightly. And that is simply, Amen, because we don't sometimes really understand the nature and the power of who we call it upon. Our names, amen, do not mean as much to us as Bible name meant to the peoples of their days. Bible names, amen, was called, amen, from the common language. They usually denote, amen, some circumstance or event for an individual or environment. For instance, Abraham name in Hebrew is father of a great multitude was changed from Abram, Genesis 17 and 5. This was done to the promise that God had given him when he left his home to follow the leading of the Lord. Obedience is better than sacrifice.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: In Antioch, the disciples' amen was for the first time called Christians in Acts 11 and 26. When Abigail approached David, she admired that her husband's name was Naaman. For as his name is, so is he. Naaman is his name and Frolic is within him. 1 Samuel 25 and 25. When God uses a name, however, it always fits his nature. When God prepares a name, which he would use during this dispensation, he chose one that would encompass all that is. He is a will be. He chose one that is short and simple. It compasses his redemption and his sovereignty. It extends to the eternal, yet has been located in a child of Bethlehem. That name is Jesus the name above every name. I wonder tonight, beloved, do you recognize who Jesus is? He was the son of God that came down to live on earth with us. Even as he comes to be a son of God, God honored him as a son, but he exalted him in his name. The name is more powerful, amen, than anything that there ever has been. God told Moses that by my name, Jehovah, he has not been known to the forefathers. See, everybody didn't know who Jehovah was. In each dispensation of time, God revealed a name to his people. God told Moses that by his name Jehovah, he has not been known to the forefathers. This has been a question by many who has read Where in the day of Enos, the son of Sat, man began to call upon the name of Jehovah. Genesis chapter 4 and 26. Or where Abraham called the place where he offered piety, Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. God will provide. This Jehovah that we are talking about in the New Testament is Jesus. This same Jesus was there in the Old Testament, but he was not ready to reveal his real name to us as yet. God will provide. And Moses Mother Jabel carried Jehovah as part of her own name. I'm wondering, are you carrying Jesus as part of your name through the name of Jehovah, though the name of Jehovah has been used before, God has not been understood in the character represented by the name Jehovah. The patriarchs, amen, had not known or experienced Jehovah by that name. But they knew that this was his name. They had even connected with him by that name, although they had not experienced of the effect of his saving power. However, God was to reveal himself, and that's the only way that you can understand who the Lord Jesus is tonight. The Lord had to reveal himself to an individual, or uh, to a nation, God has to reveal, make known Himself to us who He really is. Thus He says to Moses, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. The Lord want to dwell among His peoples. Jehovah Jireh, Jesus wants to dwell among his people. But if you don't really understand who he is, how can you fully accept his dwelling? He wants to be among you. He wants to instruct us. He wants to teach us, and he wants to guide us. God wants to be among us. According to Exodus 25 and 8, this is actually an environment with Israel in redemption. He became to them by their name, Jehovah. Jehovah, God will provide for you. God told Moses that Jehovah signifies that God is the I am. When the Lord told Moses, who shall I send? The Lord said, I am has sent me. I am that I am. Exodus 3 and 14. In the name Jehovah, God is revealing to us as self-existent. He is self-existent. He don't need no help. He don't need... No counsel. He don't need nobody. God is just God all by himself. And he's trying to reveal, make known himself unto humanity. He's self-existing. He has life in himself. John 5 and 26. Life is in God. And God is in Christ. Life is in God. And life is in Christ. Jesus is life. I come that you may have life. And that you may have it more abundantly. Only Jesus can give us life. He has life in himself. It includes his progress and revelation of himself as need. His eternal and sovereignty are involved in Jehovah. But the greatest of all the benefits of that name, is salvation. Jesus brought salvation to humankind. Only through the name of Jesus we receive salvation, not under the titles of all the Old Testament names that was given he was a type and a shadow of the good thing to come. But the good thing has come. And only through the name of Jesus, salvation is provided for us. For Jehovah was the name used to authenticate every phrase of redemption. He began by delivering Israel from Egypt. Yes, we know Amen. that the Lord himself delivered Israel from Egypt. Once this was consummated, God was known to Israel by Jehovah. Not by the name of Jesus, but by Jehovah. That's why, amen, we got so many mixed up today, amen, They don't know who Jehovah really is. Jehovah is God. God is Jesus. According to the Word of God, not according to Bishop Moore, that which Jehovah was most interested in was salvation. Amen. The most thing that Jehovah was interested in was salvation. Who brought salvation? Who paid the price for salvation? Jesus. There is, therefore, uh, amen, salvation is in none other name except the name of Jesus. If it wasn't for the name of Jesus, we wouldn't have salvation we wouldn't have no hope. That's what Jehovah was most interested in, was salvation. One of the Hebrew words, amen, for salvation is pronounced in English, is Yahweh. When this word was added to Jehovah, it became the Old Testament word, Joshua. The Greek form of Joshua is Jesus. Thus we call the Savior Jesus because we use the New Testament Greek form and this was the form Mary received from the angel. She shall bring forth a son and thou shall call his name Jesus for he shall save Only a God can save now. He shall save his people from their sin. The right to determine a child's name, he may belong to the parents. God the Father dedicated to give the name Jesus to his only son. God himself dedicated that name to the son jesus jesus always said i come in my father's name if any man will come in his in another name you'll believe him but because i said i come in my father's name you don't want to believe me what did jesus father's name was god means creator God has a name. And that name was Jesus. I come in my father's name. How are we to let down the name of Jesus? To many he's a prophet. To many he's just a a good man. To many, he was just the son of God. But I want to throw a question out to you tonight when Jesus says to his disciples, who do you say that I am? I have got the understanding of the crowd. For those of you that is following me, who do you say that I am? There was one in the midst. God had gave a revelation to, he said, thou art the Christ, you are the Son of the living God. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven, no matter how you go to school and how much you read and, 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 and how much you go to seminary, only Jesus can reveal himself unto us to make us know, know who he really is. It is no accident that this is the name conferred upon the Messiah, Jesus. Though many other carry that name In his day, God did not hesitate to use it. It's a many other people, amen, name is Jesus. But there is nothing like the real name, Jesus. God himself, the creator, self-existent one, gave him that name. There is power in the name of Jesus. Call any other name you want. Pray amen like amen that did in Elijah. They call upon a God. That God wouldn't answer. But Elijah said, the God that answered by fire, that's the God that we're going to serve. I'm talking about Jesus. The name of Jesus, Amen, encompasses all that Jehovah is. Nothing is like the name of Jesus. When you give honor to God, do you recognize his name? Do you recognize the name of Jesus and all that he planted to accomplish in life of mankind? The angels told that the purpose for calling the child Jesus was because he would save his people. That amen was the reason, amen, the angel, a savior. He is salvation. He would save his people from their sin, Matthew 1 and 21. If you want to be saved from your Sin tonight, you got to call on the name of Jesus. Not the name of Jehovah, not the name of I am. Lord God Almighty, you've got to call on the name of Jesus. He's the only somebody can forgive you of your sin. What a powerful name that is. The name of Jesus is short. Don't take you no long time to call his name. It's easy to pronounce. Since it speaks of salvation, the name brings to God's mind those he has saved. God save you through the name of Jesus. Therefore, each time he heard of using the name. It is required that he remember us and how he has saved us. When you call on the name of Jesus, it, it, it let him know, Amen, that you are thinking about him and what he have done for you and what he is going to do for you. Without a people saved, he could. He couldn't, no righteous, carry such a name. It is the only saving name given to man in Acts 4 and 12. That's the only name. I hear people that trying to come up with other names and other solutions that, amen, you can get to heaven, amen, without the name of Jesus. But let me tell you, amen, the Bible does not lie. God can't lie. And except you come through the name of Jesus, you cannot be saved. The Bible says, if you don't believe that he is, you shall die in your sin. If you don't believe that Jesus Christ is God, you're going to die in your sin. Though this name was restored upon him before birth, before he was even born, that name came on down through 42 generations. The name was hidden because he was not ready to reveal his name to humanity. It does not reach his full potential and purpose until his death. You see, his death brought out his name, who he really was. You remember when the centurion, amen, when they took Jesus to the cross, lightning and thunder and then the earthquake, the centurion said, surely this must be the Son of God. He had seen execution before, but nothing had never happened like it was when Jesus died. It does not a man reach his full potential and purpose until his death and resurrection, because he rose in power. Say, a dead man died, but a dead man rose in power. My God, my God. Because, amen, he was God incarnated in the flesh. He was a man, he was to be more than a teacher. He's more than a teacher, teaching us of God. He was God. Amen, he was more than just a teacher of God. He was God. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word, not as God, but the word were God. All things were made by him, and without him, there were nothing made that were made. That's why we ought to glorify his name tonight. He must do more than teach the way of salvation. He became our salvation. Man, the name of Jesus. He became our salvation. He became our deliverance. He became our hope. Oh, if it wasn't for Jesus tonight, we wouldn't have no hope. This name, Amen, was not bestowed upon him in an ordinary sense. It was an inheritance from his father. Hebrew one and four tell you something. A man inheritance is possessed by another beforehand. This name was the name of his father. Thus, he could say, "I am come in my father's name." John 5, 43. Now, you tell you plainly, I come. But can you hear him? I come in my Father's name. The flesh was just a veil covering the Spirit of God. God was in that flesh. The flesh was not God, but God was in that flesh. I come. In my Father's name, our blessings is in the name of Jesus. You want to be blessed? Give honor to who honor is due unto. Through this name, we are made to realize that God took compassion upon us. God has compassion upon humanity. I'm so glad he does. He extends his grace and mercy to those who has finished their estate. Job thirty-three twenty-four. He took our cause upon him. He bare our transgression. Isaiah fifty-three. And five. And he purchased salvation for us by his death. Romans 5, 6, and 8, 1 Peter 2, 24. He purchased our salvation through his death. He didn't have to die. He didn't have to die. But he was thinking about us. He was thinking about us more than he was thinking about himself. Yes, we often quote that scripture. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, the whole entire world, no matter how bad it was and how messed up it is right now, God so loved the world that he gave, he gave us something, his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. If you believe in him. If you believe in him, you will obey him. If you will believe in him, you will submit yourself to his will. Now, to know amen man whether you believe in him, he said, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. You can tell me all day long I love the Lord and breaking his commandment, you telling me right now you don't really love him. But it's if you love me you crucify crucified and so flush. You'll bring this flesh under subjection every day, amen, because you want, amen, the Holy Spirit, amen, is to be pleased in your life if you really love him. We are in a sad world today, what people just call in salvation. Anything goes. Long as you say, I love the Lord. That ain't true. If any man come after me, let him first deny himself and pick up his cross and follow me daily. There are some surrenders that we have to give to the Lord every day of our life if we love Him and going to exalt His name. But Jesus suffered. Jesus suffered was more than enough to redeem us because he was God and he were man. He was both God and he is man. He was just as much a a man as he was God. They crucified him. Amen. Amen. Because amen, he says who he really was. The justice of God, amen, condemned it. That we die for. The soul that sinners shall die. Ezekiel 18 and 14. If you sin, you're going to die. The soul that sinners is going to die. But Jesus Christ came, amen, that you can have life through. Repent us in his name. And we have all sinned. Ain't none of us amen were born righteous. We all have sinned and we all have come short of the glory of God, of the goodness and the mercy of God. Romans three and twenty three. This left us without hope. That left us without hope. Then Jesus came to be both judged, to condemn us for our sin, and justify us to make us righteous, Romans 3 and 26, and to forgive us of our sin. you got a chance tonight. Beloved, if you don't know him, Peter made a statement and said, Repent. Every one of you, you know you don't did wrong. You know you're guilty, and you know, Amen. What you've done, you are worthy of death. For Peter said, "Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of the forgiveness of your sin." The Lord is speaking to us tonight. Amen. We repent and baptize, be baptized in the name of Jesus. That is very important, being baptized, I-N, not O-F, but in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sin, for the forgiveness of our sin, and receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, Acts 2 and thirty eight after we are baptized, buried, immersed in water, is a type of Jesus' death. Then, amen, we are to seek him for the Holy Ghost. As it fell on the day of Pentecost, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give us utterance. And these signs shall follow them that believe. If you are a believer, Amen. You got some sign is going to follow you. Don't stop. Hey, Bethany, go to Jerusalem. Hallelujah. We are made to realize, Amen, that salvation is not a guarantee just by knowing or calling Jesus. Remember that Jehovah was not known by the name before Moses through the name was used in the same way Christ is not known to us by the name of Jesus until that name becomes operation in our lives or you got to really know him I you now. You got to really know Him. He got to operate in your life. He got to change your mind, change your ways. Be here, Shana, that you might really know Him. Do you know Him tonight, Radio Land? We may be familiar with the name and use it, but unless we obey the will of God. He will someday say, I never knew you. Look how strong that is. You may know his name. You may praise him. But if you don't obey him, he's going to deny you. Can I say that again? If you don't obey him, he's going to deny you. That's not according to Bishop work. This is according to the word of God. Unless we obey the will of God, he will someday say I never knew you. Matthew seven and twenty three to all who made do many wonderful works through Jesus' name without the salvation of that name. They're gonna do many wonderful works in his name, and he's going to say, depart from me because your work has been in iniquity. Come on, beloved. Strive to enter in at the straight gate, for there is a way, and few going to find it therein. Broadway is crowded. Broadway have all kind of names, but there is not but one name that can really save you, that is at the name of Jesus. Many never acknowledge or regard him by his name, and he has never approved them by his name. Many don't regard him by his name, so he don't approve them. Every human being likes to be called by the name that was given unto them. Uh, let me say, every human being recognizes the name that was given unto them. His presence come in Jesus' name. If you want to invoke, Amen, the presence of God, it come in Jesus' name. For where there are two or three are uh, gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Matthew eighteen and twenty. It doesn't take, amen, a cloud to invoke Jesus. It can take two or three. And the Lord, amen, will come in the midst of you if you're sincere, if you're real. God's presence will come and be, amen, among us if we're real. In the Old Testament days, amen, the presence of God, amen, was manifested only on rare occasions. It was sometime, amen, in a burning bush. According to those, amen, 3, 1 through 6. When Moses was on the backside of the mountain, God appeared to him in a bunning bush. God present didn't come all the time. And amen, sometime when we're struggling, God present don't come all the time. But God knows when to show up. Or in the temple, in Isaiah 6, 1 and 8. Or by the hand, writing on the wall. Daniel 5 and 5. Today, however, the presence of God is manifested through calling on the name of in truth. When you call on the name in truth, God presence is manifested. God presence is manifested in truth. You see, people in church today, Sometimes when you speak the truth, amen, everything in the church gets silent. It ain't nobody, amen, saying amen. But if you up there just amen, saying this, hallelujah, amen, people are just mimicking and excited. But you speak the truth, and people get quiet. But Jesus said you should know the truth. And the truth shall set you free, God's presence come to us, amen, uplifted and encourages us as if it did Elijah under the Jumabrook tree, first King nineteen and four. God's presence strengthened us as it did Samson and explored and judged thirteen and twenty five Amen. It may impact us as it did the church in Asia. Revelation, amen, 2 and 3. It may convince us as it did on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2.37. God's presence will come. We need the presence of God back into America. We have lost the presence of God. We don't pray like we should. We don't fast like we should. We don't read like we should. We don't give honor to Jesus as we should. We need the presence of God. Amen. In this great nation that we call America, it is falling. It is falling. It is falling. Mankind has come to recognize the creature more than they is the creator. It may be called us, amen, to our work as it did in Paul and Barnabas. In Acts 13 and 2, it may protect us as it did the friend of Daniel, Daniel 3 and 25. All the present may be to deliver us as it did Peter. In Acts 12, 5 through 12. Call on the name of Jesus. My brothers and sisters tonight, there is no other name given among heaven whereby a man must be saved. Just the name of Jesus. And when you find Jesus, you never go back the same way. If you were the drunkard, you leave him straight. If you were a dope addict, you leave him without having the symptoms of wanting dope. If you were a prostitute, you don't want to prostitute no more. When you find Jesus, he changes your mind and changes your direction. I'm saying Paul said, amen, that the supplement of our needs was. By Jesus Christ, Philippians 4 and 19, the exceeding richness of his vow for storage are yet incompatible, untouchable. We often live far below our privilege because we do not realize what God would love to bestow upon us. If we only would do right, my God, we live beneath our privilege. We don't trust him enough. Trust the Lord with all of thine heart. And lean not to thine own understanding. My beloved tonight, my time is running out, but I'm saying unto you, every knee is going to bow to the name of Jesus. Every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord. He Lord of Lord and He's King of Kings. My God, my God, do you know what an honor it is to bear his name?
1: The
3: angels in heaven, amen, throw off their crown and they say he's worthy to be praised. Amen. On earth as well as it is in heaven, he's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. He paid the penalty for us on Calvary. He died for your sin and he died for my sin. This is Dr. Moore tonight saying, God bless you. We pray, amen, that God will open up your ears. Amen. And you hear what the Spirit is saying to the church until amen next week.
0: Excited for a road trip? Started off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. JD Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. For JD Power 2021 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And we're back with breaking news: Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Make sure, oh, Jim.
3: Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. I need to try it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With zero sugar and refreshingly delicious, is Coca-Cola Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Pick up a 20 ounce from Speedway today.